Monday, and on Monday, we take your movie reviews. If you saw a movie over the weekend, doesn't even have to be brand new. We don't care. 651-641-1071. Dirty Dancing has been reviewed recently, so don't feel bad about calling with the Shape of Water review. Yeah, (laughs) please don't. Yeah, there's nothing. It's never too late. Rebecca. Hi. Hi so I saw this movie twice. The first time was with my brother for Christmas slash birthday present. And I just saw it again this weekend with my mom and my brother. And the movie still, still is just phenomenal. It is beautifully done. Guillermo del Toro, he deserves to win that Oscar. Okay. all of them, really. I was talking to um, my brother yesterday, and he said, yeah, it was okay, but it was, <gasps> he said it was like Whoa. slow Easy and weird. He said, no, it's perfect. He did say it was it's beautiful, though. He did say it, it was is, beautiful. It is very incredible, and the kicker is that the one of the characters in there, the creature, that is the character Abe Sapien from the Hellboy series, but this is nothing like a prequel because it, it does not tie in really to the Hellboy series, which I really enjoy. This is a standalone movie, beautifully done, beautifully written. Okay, it's, you got oh. to go back to Hellboy for a second. Did mm-hmm. Guillermo do that one too? Yeah. He yes, did. He did. Yeah. Okay. Which, listen, I got to be honest, Rebecca, that's not always going to win you more uh, fans in this. Because <laughs> that's, that's more of a... Comic book, that's a certain genre. You're getting real genre specific there. So sometimes but somebody. That's, that's what's awesome, though, because the creature from The Shape of Water is the creature from Hellboy. Oh. The, the sea monster dude, Abe Sapien. Okay, it's so. the exact same character, but it does nothing feel like a prequel, which is even better. Okay, so we it's we can watch this as a standalone movie. Exactly. Okay. There's like no reason to really see the Hellboy series because it's. It ties into it, but it, you won't recognize it until you've seen the Hellboy movies. Rebecca, what and is... that's the only reason I noticed it. What is this movie about? It's kind of like almost a forbidden love, kind of. Okay. It's, it's very hard to describe. It's very science fiction-y. It definitely has a lot of blood and gore to it, uh-huh. but it is, it's balanced out very well with the love story because the main character, Eliza, she's a mute, so she can't talk. Sally Hawkins. And yes, and she does a phenomenal job. And there's a scene where she actually sings, and it's very like classic noir kind of, like old nineteen, like early nineteen forties, fifties movie. That's it's just phenomenal. You guys have to okay. see Rebecca, it. Okay, okay, all right. Stop Rebecca, threatening us. Okay, okay. We'll see it. <laughs> no, you know, Rebecca, I've only heard really, really good things. This is the movie at the top of the list that I am most intrigued. Oh. To see of all of the uh, movies that are getting wow. awards buzz and Academy Award nominations, etc., this is the one that I'm thinking I got to see. And I know that Ryan Perpich just mm-hmm. loved it. Rebecca, I got to ask. Uh, there's the one particular scene that uh, made me a little bit uncomfortable, and without spoiling it for uh, all the listeners and these two here, what do you think Donna and Steve will think of that one particular scene? I'm not really sure. I mean, there were a few scenes that kind of threw me for a loop, but overall, it definitely worked in there very, very well. Okay. It sounds to me like you're giving this movie five out of five Garys. I'm giving it a 10 out of five Garys. (laughs) Wow. You liked it that much. Okay. Now I'm really intrigued. All right. Go do it. Do it. All right. I'll go see it. I'll go see it. Thank you so much for the review. We really appreciate it. Um, I also, that was, by the way, if you're just joining us, that was for The Shape of Water. Five out of five Garys. Twice.
so. My uh, my brother also saw The Greatest Showman, and he said, while it's not the best movie you'll ever see, he said it's very charming. Hugh Jackman makes the whole movie. Oh. Um, as long as you don't go in expecting very much, the original songs are really uplifting. It's very pleasant. It's entertaining. It's a joyful experience. It's fun to watch. That's uh, the one about P.T. Barnum. Yes, I heard there were just one, three too many Hugh Jackman songs in that movie. Yes, that's right. I heard that too. All right, Jill. Hi. Yes. Hi. hi. What movie did you see? Molly's Game. Molly's Game. Excellent. I've oh. never heard of it. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of it yet. I neither. My husband's like, you want to go to Molly's Game or this, this, this? And I go, I don't even know what Molly's Game is. That's the best way to got, do it, though. It's a true, yeah, it's a true story. I highly recommend it. And so... I'm visiting, in fact, I'm calling you guys from Manhattan Beach right now. Oh, but I'm wow. visiting my son, and I was telling him about, he's 22. He loved it. Great. Mo- Molly's. Molly's game. So it's all about, a true story. It's about Molly Bloom. Okay. And it took place in, like, 2013. So not old. She was uh, an Olympic skier, trying out for the Olympics, had, without ruining the whole story, she didn't go that long. She had an injury and then um, moved to L.A. and started up, a po- well, she got uh, pulled into starting up poker games, running poker games for the elite. A-list oh, Hollywood I do people. know this movie. Yeah. I know all about this. I feel like I just read about it in Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, that sounds like a really great movie. And then right. she ends up getting into trouble and gets sucked into like the bet with bad people, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes like the really mafia good. comes in, like some Russian mafia comes in, if that makes yeah, sense. because she ends up moving to New York and doing the same thing in New York. So I highly, highly All right, it. now I know what you're talking about. Thank you for yes. that recommendation, Jill. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I will definitely check that out. Big time. Sounds good. I like a good mafia movie. All right, Renee, we'll let Renee have the final word. Hi, Renee. Hi. 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 I, just, I just went and saw the... Um, the Shape of Water yesterday. Oh, okay. What'd you think? Oh, 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 oh. I couldn't stand it. Oh, oh no! What'd you I not like about it? And I'm like, you know what? Now watch this one win the big award at the end because that seems to be the case for me. I'm, I I didn't like anything about it. Ah. Well, I, ha- I, I have to say, okay, it kind of smooth. I mean, it seemed like some smoothie parts or I don't know. I mean, maybe you would call that um, pretty... Um, you know, he did a good job with the director and all that stuff. But no, so much blood, no. so much no. violence, so much. I can't stand it. I had a few times where I had to plug my ears and have my husband tap me when it was over. Oh. And, you know, and, and look away and to have my husband tell me I can look again now because I'm not that. And Donna, I don't think that's going to be your kind of movie. Okay, when you just described it, you had to turn away. That's that's enough for me now to yes, second I, guess our last. I hear color. you say that. I hear you say that in other movies, and I'm like, well, I for sure want to hear. If you go see it, I want to hear that review from you. Okay. Because, yeah, and then standing outside, my husband went to the bathroom um, when we got done with the movie, and so I was standing right outside the door as people were walking out. Wow. And so I was hearing all the comments, and of course, I, I hated the show. <clears throat> but um, it was funny. Well, one said, you know, there was a couple of F-bombs dropped in some kind of an F-show. Uh. And, um, and then a couple of them said, we're talking, and they said that they liked it. And then one said, 
Well, that was a clear case of bestiality. Whoa, oh, no! Buddy. Okay, well, all right. Oh, man. I, I couldn't take it. All, all right. right, Renee, thank well, you. Steve, you still want to see it? Geez, now <laughs> I, I feel like they just put all of my Sorry, thoughts Rebecca. and ideas and ethics oh. in a blender and... I gotta see it. We gotta put Renee in one corner, <laughs> have Rebecca in the other corner, and let wow. them hash it out. All right, may, I, I might wait for it to hit the red box. Lot to think about there. Lot to think about. Hey, coming up after the break, yeah. uh, actress Kim Kivens from a new show, The Toxic Avenger, which is uh, opening later on this week. Opens on Friday, I do believe. Yes. She's going to join us here in studio to uh, tell you a little bit about why, if you're looking for something not related to the Super Bowl, there actually will be something not related to the Super Bowl sure. going on. Uh, she'll tell you what it is, where you can see her. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We this is our first in-studio guest ever, Steve, so far. Oh, the, good golly. Well, the show is very new. Yes, indeed. Well, very new. It hasn't even opened yet, but here's what we want to do. No, I mean our show. Oh, our show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Are we are we still testing or are we on the air? Think, we are back from commercial. Back. How wonderful. Uh, so everybody's talking about all sorts of Super Bowl festivities that are happening in and around the Twin Cities. But if maybe, just maybe, and there's some of you out there who just aren't big sports fans and you're kind of maybe you checked it out this past weekend and now you can check out uh of it officially we would suggest something different it's called the toxic avenger and its opening night is this friday and we have one of the stars of the show put on by minneapolis musical theater kim kibbins is in studio with us now hello kim hello all right so um let me ask a very uh generic question right off the top which is the Toxic Avenger. I've never heard of it. Apparently, based on a, 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 a cult classic. Correct. It's um, a film uh, from 1984. Okay. Lloyd Kaufman film. Oh. And uh, it's it's a film that you know it might be some people's cup of tea. It might not be. I'm okay, not going to give my opinion. But uh... what's the what's the genre <laughs> of this uh, of this play that's uh, opening up this Friday night? That's it. It could be a little sci-fi. It could be a little horror. It could be, it's comedy. Okay. Well, Uh, I read the, I actually read the synopsis and I was like, this sounds really funny. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's, it involves New Jersey, I see. And I'm, I was born and raised in New Jersey. So I was like, oh, Let's look into this a little more. Incidentally, Kim Kivens. Yes. Also from New Jersey. Born in New Jersey. Yes. But moved to Minnesota when I was five. So I do have that Minnesotan Yay. accent. But my family has the New Jersey accent. Right. Oh, boy. Right. Mother was from South Orange. Oh, oh sure. Yes. South Orange. 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 Yes. Orange. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Either or. <laughs> so there's this New Jersey connection. More specifically, there's a Bon Jovi you connection here. You help got me, it. Help me know so, more. So... Joe DiPietro and David Bryan, who are the writers of the show. Yes. Uh, David Bryan is the keyboardist in Bon Jovi. Oh, oh really? Cool. Still the keyboardist? Yes. Doing his thing? Currently, yes. Wow. At the mop top, lovable Cupid-haired yeah. love it. mop top. You'd know him just by seeing him. Now you're going to look yeah, him up, Yeah, now we're going to look him yep, up. That's yep, exactly yep. right. And he, they were, they're both from New Jersey, and they also penned uh, the musical Memphis Okay, yeah. Which I'm not really familiar with. Yes. I mean, and I hear great things. So. Oh, wow. David uh, Bryan's hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't unsee uh, it. We could have like a, you know, 
Yeah. We could probably you, have like a similar hair color. Yeah. He seems to have rocked a perm at various stages. Maybe. Yes. And God it's a love little, him. That's haven't we all the but perm, yeah. the mullet? Yeah. yeah. Nothing yes. wrong with that. He's he probably still lives in New Jersey, which if you look at his hair, it would be know. acceptable yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yes, it would. Yes. It still is. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Kim Kibben. She is starring in The Toxic Avenger, which opens this Friday. In case you're looking for a uh, non-big game related thing uh, to do, you play multiple characters. I sure do. And you're not the only one who plays multiple Correct. characters in this. Correct. There's two other understand. people who are in the show that play multiple characters. It's a very small cast, five-person cast, and we're doing a, a lot of heavy hitting with uh, the multiple characters. I only have to play three, um, but these lot. other two guys wow. play. I can't even count Don't you have a big song that you ha- you're singing against yourself or with yourself? What's yes, going on? There is a scene where I may be playing both characters at the same time. Okay, that's a little it. tricky, is it not? It sure is. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. It really is. Yes, indeedy. But you have to come see how we pull this off. Okay. There's also, I'm, I'm sorry, Donna, but there's also one person who plays black dude and white yeah, dude. Yeah, black dude and white dude, and those are our two uh, <laughs> men who play um, many, 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 many characters. I guess so. Yes. My goodness, and all sorts of uh, varieties of characters. Talk Absolutely. about having a you know. A diverse array of skills there. That's right. So, Kim, what is this story about? Well, you have your nerdy guy okay. who doesn't really get a break in life. And uh, there's some town bullies. And uh, they happen oh, to no. throw him in a vat of goo. Toxic that, waste. Yes. Ah, <laughs> that, ah, now that it's cracked me up with the New Jersey thing, too. And then hilarity ensues. <laughs> Okay, that sounds fantastic. What is your background? Well, I've been on the theater scene for a very, very long time. (laughs) Only two years. Um, (laughs) But uh, no, a long time. Uh, I've done stuff at Children's Theater Company and uh, Park Square. And of course, I'm blanking on all the places that I've worked. Theater La Da. Okay. Yeah. So, and and you're a veteran. Sure. Sure. Yes. Everybody's sure. always kind of split on the word. I know because it's like my mom it. loves you. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and I had the honor of being one of the mentors in the my talk. Oh, you were part uh, of Project Down and Dirty. That's yes. right. Oh. See, that was before our time. Yes, that's oh, right. So I how did pleasure of working with the wonderful two of you. You would have been blown away. Kim. I'm you sure. would have been absolutely floored by I our skill set. I can already feel. Can you sense the, the talent? Yes. So um, where do we get tickets for the show? Okay, so you want to either go to aboutmmt.org or you can go straight to the source at uh, ticketpeak.com. And again, and this uh, this opens this Friday, Friday night, yep. February the 2nd. It's going to run all the way through the 25th. Uh, it opens this Friday. Uh, after that, it will be open Thursdays through Sundays at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. Tickets um, start at just $18. Quickly, you've got 10 seconds. Okay. Tell people why they should go see this this Friday and take a pause from Super Bowl festivities. Well, if you call football sports ball... <laughs> This is the place to go. This is a safe haven (laughs) in the midst of all the other madness. And even if you call it football, come to us. Yes. We are running all throughout February. So Fantastic. come on down. Especially if you're from here, you're a Minnesotan, you don't you're not rooting for any team. Right. You want to be away from all the chaos. Absolutely. Yeah. There's an alternative for you. It looks like a really fun show, Kim. The fabulous Kim Kivens of the Toxic Avenger opens this Friday. We'll link up to Thank how you, you can get tickets on uh, our show page on yes. mytalk1071.com. We're coming right back. Yeah. 
Hello, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Ryan's here as well. We'll get to some of your your beef with the Grammys coming up here in a minute. Just critiques. Critiques. Harsh critiques. I don't know. There was a lot of yelling going on. There was, yeah. We even upset some of the uh, program directors here. Yeah, you missed it, thankfully. I cooled down by the time you got here. I was just soothed by your face. Like, he didn't think that Ed Sheeran should have won. No. He didn't think that. uh, Some of the performances were kind of blah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true that, man. I mean, the Grammy started with a bang. I mean, they weren't bad performances. I mean, Pink was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Pink was awesome. We'll get to some pink. If, if you could find pink, that'd be great. But sure. uh, we've got a bunch of TV stuff that we want to talk to you about right now. Like, let's start with Omarosa. <laughs> She's back, you guys. What? what? She's out of the White House. Next stop, Celebrity Big Brother. Lord, this her, her life is Celebrity uh, What is happening? I don't No. Yeah, it hasn't even been a month. And she has officially returned... From where she came, she, let's see, she's making the transition in record time, okay? So her White House resignation, did I say resignation? You, did you, I just say that? You didn't say resignation, I knew I know. that. <laughs> I don't know what you said. It was effective on January 20th, and her casting was revealed yesterday, meaning it only took her eight days. We have a promo. Moving into the Big Brother house, Meadow World Peace, Brandy Glanville, Mark McGrath, Shannon Elizabeth, James Maslow, Marissa Jarrett Winoker, Chuck Liddell, Keisha Knight Polia, Ross Matthews, Ariana Gutierrez. <laughs> have you heard? Omarosa. Celebrity that's Big Brother name. starts CBS February 7th. They're really stressing the word okay. celebrity. That's what that sounds like the Dancing with the Stars cast. I mean, <laughs> Those who didn't make the cut. Dudes, I'm going to totally watch this, though. Oh, no. (laughs) I have to. Oh, no. I have to. This is just Somebody has to on the show. I'll take the hit. Every time you watch a show like this, don't you walk away thinking, I like that person less now? Or more. mm, Rarely. Very rarely. That's the exception to the rule. These sort of situations, it's just, that is a real crap show of... Celebrities. I have to tell you, I loved Celebrity Apprentice. I never missed an episode of Celebrity Apprentice. And so I'm trying to think, were there people that I disliked more from it? Yes. But Mm -hmm. I think it goes both ways. Amorosa, no likey. What if I hit you with some other TV news that maybe you'll likey? You won't because you did not watch this show. I can almost guarantee it. Sister, sister. Everything is in place for a reboot of Sister Sister. I remember the show, but I did not watch it. Tia and Tamara, yes. Uh, the Maori sisters, they are uh, really working on getting it all together. They say there's one more hurdle that we have to jump. There's only one other hurdle, and once we jump this hurdle, it's on and cracking. We just have to wait until that kind of fleshes itself out. Uh, this is Tia, one half of the sister sister, saying the thing that I can tell you is we're trying everything that we possibly can do to make everybody happy and the fans happy. This is a throwback '90s show. I'm down with this reboot. Okay, feels okay. And they're bringing back Tia and Tamara. This feels very Fuller House ish. You know what I mean? They were kids then, and now they're going to be the grown ups. They're probably going to have twins somehow involved right. in this. Yeah. I. I you want more? I'm going to piggyback on that. Yeah, good. Two other shows that are coming back. Okay. I guarantee you didn't watch these. Cagney and Lacey. 
and Magnum PI. Yeah, put me down. Ring I'll a bell. you on those. Okay, well, Magnum PI. Tom Selleck. Yes, that's the show that made him a star. I. Are we is that out of ideas, or are they just looking at the success of these other shows and going, well, you know? Yeah, the, I'm cool with that. I I do not feel this. Are they out of ideas? Because if you think about it, to be honest, there are so many ideas that are out there. There are so many channels now. There are so many shows. So this rebooting. And dipping back into the well that you drank from before, I'm okay with that. That feels fine. And and I like the nostalgia of all of these shows that are coming back. I think it's kind of fun. Rebooting is the new vampire. Sure. Remember yeah. when vampires had Everywhere. their moment and then it went to um, mummies? Yeah. Then we also had, what do you call these dead people? Who wake up? Oh, and, the zombies. Oh, then we had zombies, zombies. had a moment. Yeah. That's, that's what you call them. You know, when vampires were such a thing... You know, the Twilight Rage, yes. all that stuff. My my wife, I remember her reading through the Twilight books and then wanting to read more about vampires suddenly. I mean, she never cared about right. vampires ever before. Right. And then I pulled the book out of her hand. Some It wasn't Twilight. It was some other vampire-y thing that she was trying to fill this vampire void. Interview in with a vampire, Anne no. Rice. But all I know is it said there was a fang bang. Oh. And I said, what <laughs> does that mean? And what are you reading? Maybe it's time we put this vampire book down <laughs> and do that. some soul searching. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's what rebooting right. is right now. It's back. Yeah. That's I'm, what I'm everybody's doing it. now. Okay. All right. And then Cagney and Lacey, that was another cop show, two women. Uh, I don't remember what year that was, but Boy, yeah. that I, was a long time ago. It was in the 80s, but that was a really good show. It was a really it well, was ahead of its time. So there we go. They're coming right, back. Those a lot are coming of reboots back. coming back. Bring them back. That's fine. Don't have any more information on it, but I would check them out at the very least. Uh, I checked out Saturday Night Live over the weekend, and we had some highlights earlier, but one we didn't get to was this one was really funny. So you have two f- fighter pilots, I think. There's and, a few, yeah, a few different fighter pilots all going, giving their yeah, call Yeah, there's signs, someone at you know? control, two up in the air, and Will Ferrell is playing one of them, and then he gives out his handle, which, by the way, listener discretion is advised. This is super PG-13, so earmuff it, buddies. Morning, pilots. This is squad leader. We're about 20 minutes out from the Korean Peninsula. Since we were all scrambled from different bases, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Wildcard. Sidewinder. Viper. Clown penis. <laughs> Pilot, uh, you got a little static there. Uh, mind repeating that call sign again? Sure thing. Clown penis. <laughs> Clown like the circus, penis like your penis. <laughs> Lovely day to fly, huh, boys? Clown penis, over now. Drill squad, this is Honolulu Ground Control. Com signal's a little spotty, so we just want to clarify a couple things. One, are you guys saying clown penis? And two, why? Over. Uh, Aloha, Honolulu. That is affirmative. You are hearing clown penis because I am clown penis. Oh, oh my God. It was so funny. It's Will Ferrell. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes on to explain that the name he wants it to uh, to horrify you. So in the same way that if you actually saw one, that you would feel horrified. Exactly. Knowing that, you know, the end is near. And, the, and he the, wants uh, people to feel that way when his fighter jet comes up on this. So the joke just keeps 
you know, snowballing and snowballing. But it was very funny. Uh, My favorite Will Ferrell bit from last night still was when he was a Southwest Airlines flight attendant who happened to be uh, an atheist, which kind of brought... <laughs> Listen, that's you're free to believe what you want to believe, but when you're flying the friendly skies, you're looking for some happy-go-lucky stuff <laughs> for the safety rundown on Southwest Airlines. And when he dropped his uh, atheist rhetoric, it was it changed the mood. It was very funny. And and then it, what are the chances that a guy sitting in the second seat knows how to do a beatbox? beatbox. They need a beatbox, you know. Can you it. do that? Can I beatbox? Yeah. Let's try it. <clears throat> That doesn't sound great. Let's hear it from you. <laughs> Come on there, you little hail belly. Oh I mean, why do you... No, quit. You're fully covering your mouth. Oh, how do you do it? Oh, you know how they say to do it. No, no. Uh, say boots. Boots. No. Oh, gosh, just say boots. <laughs> boots. The boots and cats. Keep saying that back and forth. Don't cover your mouth. Boots, cats, boots. No, boots and cats and boots, boots and cats. And boots and boots. You're being weird right now. I don't know. Do we have Will Ferrell on Can Southwest Airlines? Him? No. Fantastic. Okay, good. We, <laughs> we don't, don't need, need him. It. Great. You know what we need is your votes right now for our guy Todd at mytalk1071.com. It is Mr. Manuary. Let's see how he's doing right now. All right, 14, he's losing 49 to 51%. We are up against. Colleen and Bradley, mm. man, we got to beat those two Are we fools. losing right now? This is the worst. Oh, oh no, it's even worse than I thought, no. you guys. No. 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 It's bad. It's no. 39 oh, no. to 61. 61 to 39. How did that happen? Well, what should people know about Colleen and Bradley? Um, they're evil. They're cheaters. They're they the worst. They cheat. They cheat. Um, Nobody likes snakes. They smell bad. They have gas. Colleen is a heavy smoker. Mm. Yep. Bradley burps a lot. Yes. And does steroids. Yep. <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, if that's what you want your All right, if you want kids growing up and modeling their lives after, fine. Or you could vote be for Team Cobra. You could be Team Donna Steve and vote for Todd, who's doing wonderful things to support the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right, when we come back, I don't know what you're up to here. Just chill out. But you have a story. It has to do with Tacro. It is all about the Tacro. The Tacro. If you're not hungry already, you're going to be two fabulous things just got together and had a food baby, and you're going to want to eat it. That's next on my Talk 1071. Steve has been dying to talk about the Tacro all morning. So you finally have an opportunity. Is this or is this not food news? It is. I don't have an open. Oh, well, then why did you ask me? I don't know. That really took the wind right out of my sails. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Mom. Can I interest you in some food news yes. today? Yummy. All, All right, right, there friends. we go. It has been almost five years since the cronut was invented in New York, the croissant donut. People lined up. They wanted to see what it tasted like when you combine those two beautiful things. And then people just started combining croissants with just about everything. However, no one had really thought of this mashup until right now. A bakery in San Francisco just started selling the Tacro, half taco shell, half croissant. They come with chicken, pulled pork, or barbecued jackfruit. Can we say that on the air? I don't. We already did. <laughs> Costs $12 for three of them. You get three tacos, half taco, half 
Croissant. Croissant. For 12 bucks. You can ram it with chicken, mm. pulled pork, oh. or barbecued jackfruit. Oh, my Croissant. What is croissant? croissant. What is jackfruit? Jackfruit. Jackfruit. It's a uh, species of tree in the fig, mulberry, and breadfruit family native to southwest India. I'll pass. Jackfruit. So it's like a it's like a fig kind of. I love fig. Oh, okay. I'm back in. It's kind of like a fig. It's in the fig family. Would you devour a taco? Yes. Half taco, half croissant. I mean, isn't this similar though to uh, um, a, a gordita? I don't know I what think, that or word is. Or am I thinking is. of a chalupa? No. Maybe I'm thinking of a chalupa. No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, the chalupa. What about the chalupa shell, Ryan? Yeah. Donna, yeah. excuse yourself. You clearly have no Taco Bell knowledge right now. The <laughs> chalupa <laughs> shell, is that what I'm thinking of? Or am I thinking of the gordita? Oh, what is it? Wow. The gordita is like the, the soft, and then there's a layer of cheese, and then there's crunchy, I believe. And then the chalupa is kind of like the deep fried shell. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. That, is, I think I'm using my Taco Bell knowledge. I usually go to Taco oh, yeah, Bell when see. I'm not fully coherent. Yeah, okay. So that's you why I got <laughs> some problems. Gordita. I, I don't oh, think we man. need the taco shell, like the hard shell. Why not? Let's just do away with that and Get go the hard shell? full on croissant. Croissant. We're talking about the taco. Uh, a bakery in San Francisco has launched the, the taco. Uh, it's half taco, half croissant. If you could mix a croissant with anything, what would you mix it with? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Gordita, by the way, gordita, gordita. Uh, only it's only acceptable when you're on the Taco Bell menu. Do you know? Did you take Spanish? Yes. What does gordita mean in Spanish? <laughs> I just translated. Uh, I don't remember learning that word. Chubby girl. Gordita. Chubby girl. Gordita. 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 Chubby girl. Chubby girl. That's what it means. That's what it means. Gordita. Gordita. Chubby girl. Chubby girl. Well, funny you say that because our Facebook question today. Oh, yeah. If you had to confess one of two things, how much money is in your checking account or how much you weigh, what would you be more inclined to share? What would you be more inclined to share? Wait all day, every day. I mean, what do I care? Chubby girl. Chubby girl. <laughs> gordita. Well, what, I, you called me a gordita? I will tell you that I have more in weight than I do in my checking account right now. <laughs> gordita. <laughs> gordita. Gordita. Um, Chubby girl. So, so we've got gordita. Kai who Chubby said girl. my weight because who said it has to be the truth. Oh, good call. Yeah. Yes. I am 103 pounds. Doesn't everybody always, you kind of round down with your weight and you round up with your uh, finances, right? Yes. Gordita. Gordita. You guys. I wish my bank account was a gordita. <laughs> a big... uh, let's see. Jennifer said my bank account. It's far less than I weigh. Chubby girl. Chubby. Emily <laughs> says my weight, especially if it's during the summer. That's when I uh, diet. Uh, All right. How long is this going to go this on? This is really funny. It's uh, getting for about four funnier. Minutes. The more that we do it, the better that it gets. No, it doesn't. Uh, I would really like that taco, though. Uh, no sign of the taco. Half taco, half croissant coming eastward. Word. Right now, it's only in San Francisco, and again, twelve dollars gets you three of them. It's the only problem I have with street tacos and stuff like that. Oh. Needs to get. We need to lower, lower the, price. the price. Yeah, I feel like there are some good prices, like appetizer type. When you go to a restaurant, and you could get three street tacos for like seven dollars. Yeah, That's I feel like it would good. normally be like two for seven dollars. If I get three for seven dollars, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. What is Wait, it about you street said tacos? Two for seven. Oh, okay. Two for seven. Okay. Yeah, if it was three for seven, I feel better. I don't but street know. tacos are so different than normal tacos. What is going on, gordita? Gordita. Chavita. Gordita.
Chevy because they're, girl. They're smaller. <laughs> okay, this is not. This timing is all this is wrong. Great. Right Anyways, now. Gordita also. Go good. to the eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the swag bag at the Grammys. All right, okay. Go ahead. Here is what Hollywood, well, it wasn't Hollywood, but it was New York, but they get these pretty awesome swag bags, okay? So with more than 40 freebies inside, this year's Grammy swag bag is worth over $20,000, okay? Now tell me if you were a celebrity, would you use this or would you pass? A certificate for a week's worth of spa services at California Luxury Resort, Golden yes. Door Spa, worth $88.50. Absolutely. And that's $8,000, by that's the way. That's incredible. Yes, take it. Mixology classes at New York's Liquor Lab. No, make uh, me a drink. Bye. Exactly. A full face skin rejuvenation procedure mm. from a New York City spa. Skin rejuvenation yeah. clinic, probably. I'd yes. like to get a facial at some point, so yeah, I'm interested in that. $4,500 otherwise. Dental services. What? Yeah. Yeah, dental they have nineteen hundred. Because you know they put like coupons and stuff in in these yeah, bags. Yeah, what are you doing? Dental services? To Thanks. Attending the Grammys. Thanks. Well, you don't know. Maybe you want a whitening treatment or a, a root canal. Do you say root or root? Root. Yeah. Roof or roof? Roof. Creek or crick? Creek. Okay. Five hundred dollars worth of media training classes, specifically geared to improving teleprompter skills. Oh my I God. would take that. That's good. Do you know uh, Carson Daly? When he went to the Today Show, he uh, really like wanted to get on the Today Show and wasn't great. He didn't think at reading prompter. I don't know if he was just doing cue cards or what he was doing with TRL back in the day on MTV. But he bought a teleprompter and just would work on it on his own. That's got really brilliant. Proficient, you know, never be too proud to work a little harder to learn something new. Can I come down to your studio? It is down, right? Yeah. Down. Can I come down to your studios and practice teleprompter mm. reading? I'm pretty good. Last time I was on, you let me read the teleprompter. We and always It's always a hit and miss there if we it. let people read it. Because sometimes... They uh, are ready to read it, but then the time comes to actually read it, and it doesn't go as planned. And so sometimes it's better if we just take the pressure off them and let yeah, them yeah. let the co-host be fully sure. his or herself and not worry about that kind of stuff. Oh, hey. Oh, I do a wonderful teleprompter. Do you reading. read prompter oh, when yeah. you're on? Because I've never. I well, guess Elizabeth I was on with you has one asked, time. has helped uh, helped given me mm-hmm. the opportunity to do it a couple times. It's fun. It is fun. It is yeah. fun. I think so, too. I'm a TV nerd, so yeah. I like it's exciting just to learn how to do it and then to try to make it sound natural. Do you pace it according to the host's they pace pacing? It. They pace it. There's a teleprompter operator backstage who is just has his hand on a cursor. And if seems you like, slow down, they'll stop it. And it seems like the most thankless job in the world because every time I walk into the studio down there or the, the news studio, and I walk by the guy who's just or the woman who's just sitting in the corner like, yeah, clerk. Legitimately like, in a corner, all but in a hole in the ground doing oh, this. And really? then we only recognize them when they stop doing something. Sometimes they'll get You're behind like, on hey. the prompter and we're like, okay, we'll stall a little bit. And then we're like, hey, prompter, we need some help here. Wow. And we're live. What are is you going to do? We he need or words. she like in the orchestra pit it. type of thing? It. Is it in the orchestra pit? Yeah, it's in the orchestra pit. It. Oh. I, I said, did. I'm sorry. I was. That's oh. rude. I just didn't even right. want to. Bradley, you guys are beating us right now, and we've got a really great guy, so we have to crush you. Yeah, we hope that Nice you're... try. <laughs> we said that you're on steroids, and Colleen is a heavy smoker. Oh God, if it's I'm on campaign. steroids, I'm, I'm, I need more. Looking good, no, Brad. Bradley's the buff he's looking, guy. He's looking really good. I appreciate the um, <laughs> complimentaries. <laughs> What's coming up on your show? All of it. Oh, all no, of it. Actually, we're talking uh, about... Lots of stuff. <laughs> Gordita. <laughs> Gordita. Gordita, everybody.